Wednesday, another edition here of WeatherWise, the podcast from the meteorologist at 47 ABC WMDT. I'm Chief Meteorologist Rich Wardzik, back here this week with meteorologist Sloan Haynes and Sloan back from um, a well-deserved break, but uh, yes. some huge news, right? Yes, I got married last weekend and I told my now husband a year ago when we booked the wedding date, I had said, what I want is above average temperatures and for it to be sunny outside. And I got just that. I think we reached a high of like 78 degrees in Center City in Philadelphia. The sun was out, there was a light breeze. It didn't really even cool down a whole lot after the sun set. It was beautiful. We got married at the Free Library of Philadelphia. So we had a huge view of the city and a place where epics, love stories, and poems are stored. It was beautiful. That is really cool. Could not have asked for a better wedding to my high school sweetheart, too. I keep telling everybody, in my head, this wedding was almost eight years in the making. So for it to finally come to life was beautiful. That's really cool. That's really yes. cool to hear. And that's amazing, by the way, that it, you, it clearly it was meant to be how you projected this, like, yes. I want the above normal temperatures. Yes. Not only did you get the above normal temperatures, you got you got like Florida type weather. Uh-huh. Right? I said, I mean, this is great. I said it was almost like a destination wedding. Right. <laughs> I mean, and it was right, I mean, remembering back from the weekend, it was right before the cold front moved yes. through. It was right after all the tropical rains yes. that we were dealing with with uh, post-Nicole and you, you made it out uh, just, that was right when the humidity was dropping too. So yes. that 78 had to feel a little better than it would yes. have the day before, right? Yes, it wasn't as muggy. I remember too, like, I like to rent clothing because fashion is a huge pollution. That's another topic for another time. <laughs> but I rent clothing and I would rented like sweaters, like winter jackets in white. Cause I was like, oh, I'll be bridal in white. Didn't, I broke out the jacket I rented yesterday it was finally cold enough for me to wear it and I was like I didn't break it out at all I brought it with me too I was like oh just in case I get cold I get cold easily then I never wore it I said <laughs> and also my wedding dress was strapless I was like that was good planning on my yes, part was. I was really hoping for those above average temperatures but yeah it was beautiful I felt really bad because the next day it's when it started raining in Philly and like 2022 is a record-breaking year for weddings because mm -hmm. of the pandemic putting off a whole bunch of them and at the hotel that we stayed at on Sunday, I think there were like four weddings there and they were trying to take their pictures outside in between the rain showers. And I was like, oh my gosh, I had oh, the best man. wedding weather for the first weekend in November to be in the upper 70s. I mean, can't beat what that. more could you want? You took the great weather and you're yes. able to walk out and be like, hey, it's raining yeah. in wedding wedding day. That's supposed to be I good I told luck, everybody right? I forecast that a year ago. <laughs> they were like, oh, you had such great weather. You know, a lot of my husband's family didn't really know what I do for a living who were coming from out of town. I was like, oh yeah, I'm a meteorologist, so I knew this was going to happen a year right. ago. I planned this a year right. ago. <laughs> so they had another level, just yes. upper level of respect for you. Yes, yes. I like, said wow, I spoke to the person who controls the weather right. and we, we talked it out. <laughs> That's great. So you, you had perfect almost destination weather, like yes. you said. And then um, honeymoon time. Yes, honeymoon time in the winter. Um, I studied abroad in college and I studied abroad in Italy. And you know, with a meteorology degree, it's hard to study abroad. It is. And I was able to go for a summer. Went for the summer in Italy, loved it, didn't love the temperatures. We were in the triple digits, I think, for my full last month there. And it's humid there, too, so it's hot, it's right. humid. You're trying to go see, you know, Pompeii and you're dripping sweat. <laughs> so I was like, well, let's go for the winter time. And pretty comparable to what we see here on Delmarva. So I was like, oh, I can handle that. That'll be nice. A lot of the stuff we're going to do is indoors anyways. Um, my one concern, of course, is Venice floods in the wintertime. That's, That's right. a trend we see there. So that would be the only downside to going in the winter. But 
I mean, it's rather, off season, right? It's off season too. I'd rather More take room. layers off than, like you know, carry five sweaters with me when it's 100 degrees outside. Right. So no, I'll take it, colder in, temperatures to walk around in. And in Europe, I mean, I know this from mm. a couple summers ago. I went to Slovakia to visit my cousin. Uh, summer of 2018, actually, maybe near around the time. You yeah, were there. 2018. 2018, and you remember that? That was yes. uh, they were having at that time historic heat wave, which I mm. think has been beaten since. Yes. But the HVAC situation, they don't have the type of mm -mm. air conditioning that we do. Especially the historical buildings that you mm -hmm. want to go see, not really upgraded to have the air conditioning, right. like how our historical buildings here in America might have them. So it'll be hot but in the summertime. But in the wintertime, looking forward to a relief from that right. heat a little bit. So it'll be, it'll be nice out there. Maybe even see some snow in Europe. That could be exciting That's to look fun. forward to. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm excited going right after the new year around You've my birthday. you got a lot going on. Yeah, yeah, I'm busy. And after that, I'll finally be able to sit down and relax until my five friends next summer get married. <laughs> and they get to do it all over again, but yes. you don't have to worry about all the, the yeah, planning. Yeah, the planning. No, I get to show stress. up. I'm on the other end of the right. spectrum. My one friend's getting married in June in Georgia, and it's outside. And I said, oh, it's going to be hot. I already know it. Oh, wow. Yes. That's uh, that's gonna be a tough one. Well, yeah. I don't know. You get enough shade going on, yeah. and you know, prepare yourself ahead of time. Maybe you know, yeah. the weather'll be okay. <laughs> we even had you know brides emailing. I don't know if you get them. I had a few email me who are getting married here on the Eastern Shore, and they're like, "Oh, so this is gonna rain." I've had a few wedding planners. Can you planners. let me know yeah. like what the weather's gonna be like? So we're happy to answer those questions, but. Please don't be angry with us uh, on yeah. your big day when it rains while we've been forecasting. I think the last rain. one I got was uh, the remnants of Ian were coming through. So okay. this was recently, and a wedding planner was trying to set up um, a wedding in Cambridge on a Saturday. Oh, yeah. And I remember from that Saturday, it was literally it was, dodging downpours. Within, it was blustery. Right. It was raining. And that's what she was concerned about. She was like, look, it's it's covered. It's outside. It's just the blowing rain that we're concerned about. You know, if it's just raining, it's one thing. But like you said, the blusteriness of it. Yeah. So they, it was in between downpours. They got it in. So like just in time. There we Be, go. You know, so I was like, okay, good. Takes. We did our job. But you so. know, rain or shine, so it's both are supposed to be good luck on your wedding day. Yeah. I know a big Southern tradition when it comes to um, like hoping that it's not going to rain on your wedding day is you bury a bottle of bourbon upside down at your wedding venue a month before. And then the day of your wedding, you open it. And that's what like the groom and the groomsmen drink like while they're getting ready or really, you oh, know, just putting that. their ties on. Uh -huh. But they say if you leave it there for the month, it's supposed to guarantee dry weather for your wedding day. So oh, okay. some people have traditions about the weather for their wedding day. I know it's a big southern one. My friend and her fiance are planning on doing it in Georgia. There's actually a spot at the venue, I think, where you they let that. people just like bury the bottles of bourbon. They put little markers with whose bourbon bottles where. Oh, that's really cool. So, yeah. I'll have to pass that along. I learned yeah. something new here about that. Okay. But, you know, last weekend we had some weather. Last week, really, we had Nicole moving through. And that's what we want to talk about is Nicole being a late November hurricane. It did intensify to a Category 1 hurricane. Um, it was the 14th named storm and 8th hurricane. So we're pretty on track with what NOAA and Colorado State were forecasting for this season. Right. And... You you know, going through that, just going back to when we were talking mm. back in the summer, we never thought we would get to this point because we went so long yes. without any named storms. It was a lull, like nothing there. And we were like, oh, they're going to, when they updated their thing, we were all like, oh, they're going to downgrade, downgrade it. Downgrade it. And, and they didn't. And this this is a good example of why they they yeah. very big on remembering that the season goes until it's supposed to end here at the end of November. And mm. it's... 
Um, important to remember, too, I guess the, the peak of the season, the most activity does come toward the end yes. if you look at the broader picture. So Around September 10th, I believe, is the peak of the Atlantic hurricane season. Right. So about two months after peak, we'll still see storms. Still see storms. And it's important to note, too, it was so late in the season, us seeing this here, even in Delmarva, that you know, the typical severe weather threat that you get on the right side track mm -hmm. of the storm, which we were, we were on the right side track, um, not usually as pronounced. And we saw that initially during landfall in Florida mm -hmm. and then dealing with it in the, in the southeast, the Carolinas, they did have some tornado yes. warnings. Um, and I believe I actually just saw that there was a tornado track in southern Virginia that uh, the National Weather Service Wakefield office uh, went out and surveyed from um, the remnants coming through. But for us, we were right on the edge of that severe weather. Um, I know I was here at the station mm -hmm. just waiting and waiting because we were concerned about some of that reaching here in yeah. Delmarva. But it seemed like all the activity was hanging out in southeastern Virginia. And that's really where that true unstable air mm -hmm. made it. And it's just this time of the year, a little harder for these systems to drag in that type of air to support those storms. Mm -hmm. But, you know, it was still concern here for, you know, mid-November yeah. um, yeah. as that came through. And it was a concern for Florida, who had just gone through Ian a couple weeks ago, and now they had Nicole. And I saw the damage from Nicole near Vero Beach, Florida, which is where it made its first landfall. The system made two landfalls. And with the first landfall at Vero Beach, you were able to see the beach erosion, houses on the water just hanging over the dunes a little bit. Yeah. And that was just a Category 1 storm. We had Ian, that was a major hurricane at landfall, that did cause catastrophic damage, ruining homes that, you know, they're still trying to rebuild, still trying to even pick up the debris from. And then they had Nicole move through, causing that damage. Storm surge was a concern. I mean, even before the storm made landfall in the overnight hours, we saw um, storm surge along the east coast of Florida. So it makes landfall, goes through the state of Florida, weakens a little bit, makes landfall again near Cedar Key, which five, four years ago now, was dealing with the outer bands from Michael. I remember that from being um, at Florida State. And then from there, made its way into the Carolinas. Now, I was at work when it made landfall in Vero Beach. And then I was at work as it was making its way up the East Coast. And I was watching this one band that was moving through Georgia, then South Carolina, then North Carolina. And it was producing multiple tornado warnings for those states. And I was like, this could be dangerous, especially when it reaches Virginia. And then we saw them put Virginia under a tornado watch Friday morning. But, I mean, we didn't really see the rain, the true rain, until later. A few more showers made their way towards us. But we stayed out of the way, as Rich was saying, from the severe aspect of the system, just seeing a few showers. But following Nicole, which some of you might remember from 2012 with Sandy, was a cold front followed it. We really cooled down behind Sandy, and we also cooled down behind Nicole. And that's what we can blame the temperatures on that we're seeing this week. That's right. Big storm coming up the coast like mm -hmm. that. Big area of low pressure um, tapping into that Canadian mm -hmm. cold air where that pool is obviously a little stronger, a little more well-built here later in the fall season than even just a few months ago. And running through the area uh, temperature-wise, we've had several instances of freezing temperatures. You know, it's one thing to be down near freezing for a few hours, but when you dip below for a few hours, you start talking about a light freeze, a hard freeze, stuff that actually truly shuts down the mm -hmm. growing capabilities in the area. And I think parts of Delmarva probably could say did experience that. I know we had freeze mm -hmm. warnings going through uh, as early or as late as Tuesday morning this week. And looking ahead to this weekend, we were already uh, starting to see really, I, I would say definitely the coldest air we've had since spring, where the potential is going to be there for 
hard freezes at night. We're going to be mm -hmm. seeing lots of places dip into the upper 20s and hang out there for several hours in a row. So yeah. uh, growing season coming to an end, we're pretty much on target for that, if not a little late for that, right? Mm -hmm. Exactly. And especially with the hard freezes, we had some around freezing temperatures earlier this week and had some frost, added frost in my car. I was really upset about that. It took me a while. But, <laughs> extra time. <laughs> yeah, extra time. The perks of being a morning meteorologist. <laughs> but when it comes to like the end of this week, we're going to be about five to 10 degrees colder compared to how we started off the week in terms of our lows. So that's just something to think about. It's like, you know, we say cold and people aren't on Marvel like, oh, it's cold all the time, like in the wintertime. But I'm like, no, no, no. This is the first time we're going to be really, really cold. cold. Yeah. For this season. So that's just something to take into account. Um, we also talk about the four P's, pets, pipes, people, plants. There we go. There we go. There yeah, we go. So I was, I was like, I was like, wait. But plants, of course, you were just talking about growing season coming to an end. But, you know, you still might have a few outdoor plants. There are ways to insulate them. I know my parents, and when we lived in Florida and used to freeze, they used to put, you know, like trash bags and saran wrap around the palm trees to keep them insulated. So do something like that with your plants. People, pets, bring them inside, especially pets. Rich and I are both pet parents, proud pet parents. Yes. And we know how dangerous it is to leave your furry friends, especially if they're not used to the temperatures outside. Like outdoor cats, it's time to bring them inside for time a little bit. Time to bring bit. them in. Time to bring them in. Let them sit by, you know, like the heater. My parents' dog, she likes to lay on top of the air vents in the floor because she knows that's where the heat comes out of and she hogs it. Yeah. She knows it. And of course, with pipes, insulating your pipes, um, making sure that you have the heat turned on before it goes below freezing is a huge thing because pipes can freeze. So these are just tips as we head throughout the next couple of months. Of course, our winter weather special is coming out next That's month. Right. So we'll have plenty of um, winter safety tips in there. And it's also just important to remember, remember all of these things because you just go so long without mm. thinking about, especially after the hot summer that we had. Yeah. Not on everybody's mind. We spent the first half of November here with above normal temperatures. Yes. Shock to the system. Um, just getting used to this. That's what I'm saying. It's like cold catching season now as a flip of the switch. We're seeing a lot of people starting to get sick from the change in the weather. And, you know, you were mentioning the pets, uh, just going back to yeah. that too. Um, it is interesting. I have indoor cats and, you know, obviously yeah. with your dog, indoor dog. Indoor but, dog. But and I'm He's sure your dog's like this. <laughs> my cats are interesting, especially my one cat. It gets cold like this, and I think it's a seasonal change that intrigues them. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. Thinking, oh, they're happier, right? They're happier, but they want to get out. Oh, Kona and hated me over the summer. <laughs> like, I don't say hate a lot, but this dog despised happy me. happy with you. Because <laughs> I go for walks every day with him or a run, and... He wasn't having it. Was it was not having it, especially <laughs> when we walked outside in the morning, and he could see, like, the dew on the grass. He's like, uh-uh, back inside. Now, like... My husband and I are trying to train for a half marathon. That was something that we're doing together. And we bring Kona with us on the runs because, you know, a tired dog is a happy pet parent. That's so right. we're trying to tire evening. him out. And he's not getting tired. I'm like, I'm tired. You're not tired. We're three miles in right now, buddy. Be tired. And he's wagging his tail, prancing. Wow. So, yeah, loves the cold weather. This is like his time to thrive. Right. I, you know, I, I, I'm all for them. Being like that, I I don't understand what the the, the, the appeal is. The appeal is well, your but cats I'll are probably it. like, oh, the heat's on. The heat's on. We it's just nap. like happy, like yeah. you said. I think just in a better mood. Now I have a stray in the neighborhood who likes to come up, and especially now has been coming up more because he wants food. Yeah, he wants to be near something warm. So I'm trying to take care of him too. And my cat, oh my one gosh. cat, does not like him, 
and it's you know World War Two that I'm trying to, or World War Three that I'm trying to avoid here every time. You You're know, gonna I open, open the door. You know, oh my so gosh. it's been interesting. I'm gonna go say. over to Rich's place and <laughs> open the door, and there's gonna be like 150 cats in there. Yeah, that's I'm, where I'm they're all gonna be. Feeling that that could be that direction here soon. <laughs> I'm already being made fun of by my family at home, so oh, I need to. No. I need to. <laughs> I need to like back off on that. But well, it, don't go to PetSmart this week. It's adoption week, and is it? I almost left with like five. So I'm, I'm glad you told me that. That way, I'll just be sure not to drive up that road. Yeah, there go to bit. Acme for cat food. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> now, one funny thing I did see. We'll wrap it up with this, but like, um, I saw the Salisbury Fire Department a couple days ago, right after the big drop in temperature, had to help uh, Salisbury Police Department pull a snake out of one of the uh, patrol cars. Oh. Absolutely <laughs> not. That <laughs> snake owns the car now. Yeah, that's what that's what actually a lot of people are saying on there. They're like, the snake can have the car. And yeah. I'm like, I don't know for sure if it's cold weather related, but I have a hunch it probably is. Probably is. The engine was probably just running. The yeah. Said, and can oh, you blame the nice. snake? No. No. <laughs> I Do I like snake. snakes? No. No. And I did feel bad for the officer who I hope he or she, when they opened the door, uh, it wasn't oh too gosh. much of a surprise. Could you imagine? Yeah terrified if you saw but the snake, fire department fireman was just holding the snake you know taking a picture you know he they have no fear yeah none <laughs> none i'd be calling animal control yeah it was it, it looked like it was uh, it was a whole thing uh, i'd be do. calling the police even if i worked at the police department yeah. 911 what's your emergency come outside please i'm, I'm pretty me. sure that's what happened <laughs> they just you know <laughs> the guy just walked into the yeah. dispatcher but you can see uh, on facebook on my facebook page it posted it um just pictures of it, of the extraction, as they called it. So, oh, no. Yeah. So it was kind of a funny moment, but at the same time, it just reminded me. I'm like, you know, the animals are probably just like us, yeah. just trying to adjust to this and being tricked, especially them. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't know what the forecast is. Like, being tricked into this really warm start to the month now that we're at this, this super chilly second well, that's half. what, like, I saw the geese out and about, and I was like, oh, you know, like, Around this time of year, as we head into the winter months, we start to see less and less of them. But I was like, there's so many of them still out there. there because it's warm. They're loving the weather. Like, that's how Kona gauges seasons when it's geese chasing season. Uh-huh. So he still thinks in his head that it's geese chasing season right now. And then when, like, January, February rolls around, it's not geese chasing season. Geese, right. There's no more geese to chase. Right. Well, I'm thinking with this latest cold snap that we're going into here for the weekend, yeah. especially. I think that um, that should get them on their way. Oh, good. <laughs> because my think. wrist can't take it anymore, the tugging of the leash from him <laughs> when he sees a geese. Wow. He's taking on neighborhood watch. <laughs> For those at home listening, um, he's, he's a pretty big dog, isn't he? Yeah, he's yeah. almost 100 pounds. There, that's a lot. Uh, yes. Cool. That's a workout in itself. Yes, we're watching my parents' puppy, and she's never seen geese before, so that's also been a fun oh, experience. Interesting. Interesting. But she gets cold, and viewers can't see what I'm doing right now, but... She takes her paws and puts them over her nose like this because she doesn't <laughs> want the cold air on her nose. And it's really cute, but she snores like a trucker. I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> that's, uh, that's, that's interesting because um, how big is the dog compared She's to She's only Connie? 40 pounds. I was going to say a much smaller dog, yeah. but making more noise. Making right? much more noise. <laughs> much more, believe me. I miss quiet time. Yeah. <laughs> but, I feel you. you know, we have... Dry weather on the way, cold weather on the way. But the best part about this time of year, Rich, I don't know if you saw when you drove in here this morning, 
They're putting up the Christmas trees. I did see that. So exciting times. It's almost time for me to bring out Mariah Carey's "All I Want for Christmas." You're gonna. Uh, I've seen all the memes. Yes, I'm, <laughs> I hold off until Thanksgiving. So okay, I'm um, I'm okay with that. Yeah. You know, everyone started. There was there was a debate. We've yes. been having it here um, at the station about it was after Halloween where people started. Yes. No, I hold like, off no. until Thanksgiving. I'm not gonna decorate until after I get home from my parents' house from Thanksgiving, and then from there on. Christmas. It's Christmas all the way. Yes. I'm okay with that. Christmas season. But Christmas ends December 26th. Okay. Because my birthday's January 5th. So I don't like it when my birthday's grouped in with Christmas. Right. You want to separate those like, two events. Yeah, that's like a week and a half apart. Right, right. I get you. I explain it to my family every year. <laughs> I still get birthday presents. <laughs> <laughs> oh, interesting. That's, that's funny. Um, but yeah, going into this period here, we're looking at um, m much colder temperatures going forward and probably not much of a relief, uh, at least from that standpoint. But I think we've talked about before, mm -hmm. it's getting used to it. Yeah, we're settling into temperatures that right now are below average. But as we get you know, further into the end mm -hmm. of fall here, getting closer and closer to what's typical. So yep. thankfully also, too, without the snow, for those who don't like snow, has been cold enough for that. The snow has been falling on Western Maryland in the mountains, but um, watching that uh, Tuesday morning, Hagerstown area getting snow. Yeah, as of eleven forty-five. That's um, and that's a little further. That's a little farther east than the usual situation. That's a too close to home for me. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Hagerstown being kind of at the foothill there yeah. uh, of the mountains, just at the edge there. So yeah, DC's about to be on the rain snow line too. Yes, so we'll see. So, Get a little close here to Delmarva, but not just yet. But as Sloan mentioned before, we've got a winter weather special coming yes. up that uh, we'll talk a little more about in the coming weeks here to remind you of that. And uh, that'll be on the TV side, 47 ABC. But uh, I think that'll do it for mm -hmm. us this week. So we had a lot to talk about. A big congrats again to Sloan. Thank you. For uh, getting married. And uh, I know that uh, between now and the time of the honeymoon, you know, I'm sure we'll have a few events here to talk about. Yes, so, I'm sure. Yeah. All right, and uh, one thing to remember here, what? Stay warm, Delmarva, mm -hmm. right? Crank the heat up. Yes. It's going to be a cold one here for the foreseeable future. But for us here uh, at 47 ABC WMDT, it's another edition of WeatherWise. We'll talk to you.